0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting about something I don't usually address, but we're talking weight loss. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. I'm talking about weight loss today, something that I have not discussed, I don't think, too often on the podcast. And one of the reasons why I'm discussing it is because I've had an influx of women joining my private Facebook group. And so when I have people join, I actually have them answer a question. So the question is, what is their number one health goal? And nine times out of 10, most of the women are responding with weight loss in some capacity. So I thought, okay, as a personal trainer, you know, like I have a love hate relationship with this topic. Um, as a trainer, that's usually what people think to come to me for is weight loss. And so that's part of my job. And then the second part of it, I just feel that sometimes weight loss is not always the main goal that people want, but they think it's the weight loss, but really they're craving that underlying feeling that weight loss they think will bring them. So they think they're going to be happier after they lose 20 pounds. But, um, a lot of the times it can be, no, actually, It was something else and maybe we were thinking it was the weight, but really it's this our relationship maybe or maybe it's I don't like my job or there is, you know, a relationship with a friend that you've been just shoving in the corner. Like sometimes it's those hidden things that we don't want to see. But anywho, that's not what we're talking about today. Today is about weight loss. And then also just a quick caveat or side note, I'm not talking about like serious health weight loss. So this is more um, for someone who's wanting to lose maybe anywhere from the five to like 25 pounds Um, just to kind of just feel better rather than like the I need to lose weight because it's a serious health issue such as like diabetes, high blood pressure, um, or if you're putting your health at risk from excess weight. So there's kind of two different camps I feel that have been going on about weight loss in general. And so just prefacing with that is, you know, we're mostly talking, you know, just guidelines today. I'm going to talk about weight loss period, but when we're thinking about it, I'm talking more today um, from just anyone who wants to lose weight. So the mental side of it, that's a whole different ball game um, from someone who thinks that they need to lose 20 pounds just to feel better compared to someone who really needs to lose 50 to 75 pounds because of health issues. So separate topics, hopefully we kind of have that sorted out. So um, first off, I think that weight loss definitely is a physical and it's a mental or it is either or. So I believe that personally, I believe that we can love ourselves and still want to change ourselves. Because I think we have a lot of marketing messaging going on that love yourself as you are. Um, You don't need to change. Now, this is all well and good. And I probably would have preached this previous to my experience. But after having my son, you know, I did not lose my baby weight. And so I had to work my butt off to get the last I think it was, I think it was around 50 pound ish that did not come off me. And so um for me, like for someone to tell me love myself as I am, I just didn't feel good. I did not enjoy who I was. Um and I was just kind of a shell of myself because I just did I was lost. And so that's really at the end of the day. That's kind of what it was. And so With that, that was both a physical and a mental thing that needed to be shifted. And I worked on both. So sometimes when we want to lose that weight or we really do want to feel better, sometimes we have to work on the mental side just as much as that physical side. Um, Because I think if we're stuck in that, I think that we should look like our 18-year-old version of ourselves. That's more of the mental side of things because I do have people who, you know, say I just want to look like I did, you know, 5, 6 years ago, and maybe it's just 10 pounds, but they are now in their mid-30s and have had a couple kids. Sometimes we well, usually we're never going to go back to what we looked like at 18, and it's about learning to embrace who we are now and how can we make the best self that we can right now. So again, it's such a sticky, I feel like it's such a sticky thing to tackle, just that mindset piece. So um, for me, just to do a general show on this, I'm talking just general steps because I'd have to really get nitty gritty with someone one-on-one to discover what exactly I want to talk about or what piece that we need to tackle, I find. But I want to give you guys some practical steps because I think this is a real thing that people are craving and really wanting to know more about. And I want to, I want to give you guys that. So I'm going to take this from both my personal training lens and my Ayurvedic background lens. So, um, I am an Ayurvedic coach as well as a personal trainer, as well as a yoga teacher. Um, so I want to tackle this from all different directions. So we're going to start off with sleep because you know what? Sleep is important. And, um, how many hours should you be getting? Typically, we say around 8. Now, in Ayurveda, their approach to sleep, you want to be in bed by 10.30. So that is to miss that boat um, and going into like the Pitta time of day. So I'm really not going to nerd out on all of the Pitta, Kapha, Vata thing right now. But that second wind that you experience, you know, after you're like, I'm so tired. Then all of a sudden you get a second wind, say at 11 or midnight, that is that pit of time of day coming in. And we missed that sleep train. We should have been sleeping at 1030, but we decided to stay up later and watch an extra episode of Murder, She Wrote. And then we end up staying up until like 1 a.m. because we don't feel tired. So that would be a, that would be kind of that switching into a different time of day. And then um, we missed that ideal time to sleep. So in Ayurveda, they have an ideal schedule. If we are not following that ideal schedule, that's when weight loss can actually go awry. Or we just, we're doing everything on the outside, we're doing everything quote unquote right, but something is still missing. So I'm going to talk about that last. I just want to give you kind of the three fundamental pieces before we get to that schedule piece. So sleep is definitely a big one. Um, Again, I love to get to bed personally. I want to be sleeping by 10. So I like to get to bed anywhere from 8.30 till 10.00. Is kind of my range, depending on when I need to get up in the morning. And now in Ayurveda, ideally you're getting up around 6 a.m. So, or earlier. You just don't want to be after six because then we slip into the kapha time of day. And if, um, if you've listened to some of the past Ayurveda you know talks, kapha is that slower moving energy, or it can be, it's more grounded. And so that's when we start to feel groggy. So when we sleep in past that 6 a.m. mark and we are like, wow, I slept in until 7 or 7.30 today, maybe it's a weekend, and I just feel so much more tired, but I slept for 10 hours. That shouldn't be right. Well, a lot of the times that can be right because we slept too long and um, our body didn't need quite that much sleep. So that's why figuring out your sleep pattern is ideal. And it can be based on your dosha. Um, it can be based on, you know, what your body needs. And again, Ayurveda speaking, it is your dosha. So that's what I would kind of look at. Now, a book, if you guys really want to d- dive deep into some of this, Change Your Schedule, Change Your Life um, by Dr. Suhas Sagar. That was totally probably not how you pronounce it. But he has an amazing new book out that is perfect if you are still interested in Ayurveda, but you don't really want to go deep into it because he's got quizzes in there for you that um, just flow right into the book. He really breaks things down into um, easy to digest manner. So I would highly recommend that if you really want to dive deeper into the sleep um, and also into exercise and nutrition, which I'm going to talk about in just a second because those are the next steps for losing weight. Um, now one of the main reasons for weight loss that I include sleep is because if we're not sleeping, that's actually when we're burning the most calories. Like he even states that in the book is you're actually burning more calories when you're sleeping at night than necessarily staying up late to do a cardio, um, a cardio workout. Cause one of the gals he had worked with, he actually told her she needs to be going to sleep rather than staying up late to do this hour on the treadmill. He's like, you're actually losing out on calories you could be burning because you're staying up late to do this treadmill workout. So sometimes it's as simple as that, that we could be missing into our routine, into losing weight. So that is our main nugget with sleep. So hopefully we kind of, I think we've heard it now. It's kind of becoming a little bit more mainstream that sleep is so important and it is important in weight loss as well. Now, the next factor, I think most of us know that this one is huge, nutrition. Um, And also, I'm hoping that you guys know, especially if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, there is no diet for everyone. There's no magic formula that is right for me. And it's also right for you. And it's also right for your best friend or for your spouse or for your kid. It really, there is no one here is what's going to work. So um, one of the things that I had found that a lot of people just want to know, well, give me a meal plan. What should I be eating? Now, I personally am not a fan, nor have I actually, I don't know if I've ever given a meal plan in my like 11 years of training. I can give, I give guidelines and legally trainers aren't supposed to give out an exact meal plan, um, but I can give guidelines. So I can tell you, you know, the foods approximately what you should be eating. For the most part, we all need more vegetables and less processed foods. So that's kind of the main, the main things with nutrition is how much, how much vegetables are you eating? Like if you look down at your plate, are you eating vegetables at breakfast? Are you having it again at lunch and at dinner? Um, are you having maybe a snack if you're eating snacks? You know, is it, what? what is it, A? And B, do you have vegetables in it? You know, how can you just kind of sneak in veggies throughout your day? So that would be something that I would look into. And then the processed foods, that's a huge one for us just because it's so convenient, it's so easy. And I get it, like, I, I mean, I'm busy myself and like an afternoon snack, You know, I used to, well, last year I did a really good job of roasting sweet, sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts this year. I'm going to be honest. I rarely did that this winter. I have no idea why, like I moved, we moved to a different house now. And, um, I don't know if it was just the move kind of like stressed me out or whatnot. Like I just, I fell out of that habit. And so for my son, I started just giving him like a cleaner granola bar But that was easier to me than making the Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes. So that is something that um, I know I, you know, we go through these phases. So that's the one thing. You don't want to beat yourself up. So if you're like, oh, my gosh, that's what I give my, you know, child or that's what I'm eating all the time. Don't beat yourself up about it. But look at it as something that could be maybe if we just take this thing away Weight loss will start to happen, so that's something to kind of think about. Is those nutrition pieces? I've had people who, um, you know, were having the perfect bars, which are totally awesome. Like I have that after a hardcore workout. I asked my friend who's a dietitian at the gym. And I said, "What do you think about these?" I have a client who's having them, um, you know, four or five a week, and she said, "You know, great, you know, for myself because since I'm a trainer and I'm on my feet, you know, half half of the day, you know, training clients, and after a hardcore workout." That's what my quote-unquote breakfast is. Now, if you're just, you know, your average person who might just come to the gym for half an hour workout and then you have your office job, those might not be the best option because they are higher in calories. Again, not that I liked, I like or I don't even come close to counting calories, neither does this dietitian. But when we are looking at it, it is, you know, the peanut butter one is 330 calories. So it is something to be mindful of. And then just looking at how many carbs it has and then how much fat, protein. Again, I don't count my macros, but uh, we have to be kind of conscious of this if weight loss is our goal. You know, so like for my, you know, this client happened to want to lose weight. So if you want to lose weight, we have to kind of pay attention to those little things just to have an idea ballpark. Then from there, what could we replace that with? So for her, that was just a bit too much, um, too much of a snack and too much of that, and she didn't need it. And so what can we replace it? All right, let's try some vegetables. Let's do some cooked vegetables. You know, like even just thinking about roasting vegetables in the oven and being like, oh, that can be a snack. We sometimes, it's, you know, we don't think about it because it is somewhat easy. I like to buy pre-chopped veggies when possible to save on time, but that's something to kind of look at when we're looking at nutrition. Now, I also agree with eating in season. So this is super Ayurvedic, is eating in season. So noticing what is growing, like having blueberries in the middle of winter, not the growing season in Minnesota. That is not when, I mean, not that they typically are a predominant fruit here, but um, that is something to pay attention to. Like that's not a great growing time for them. Um, also noticing like, why are green beans all of a sudden in the stores? Because that was something I noticed. I just went to the store Um, And I'm like, why are green beans here? Because green beans are not something that should be in the stores in Minnesota yet. Like, we're still kind of in winter. um, And that's not something that's growing right now. So paying attention to that and educating ourselves on it. Because sometimes, I mean, we can get anything at any time of the year. And so that's also something to be paying attention to is noticing, well, where is this coming from? You know, it's not local to the States even. Some of it, you know, is shipped in from Mexico. Um, I think I saw some, I think the green beans were from I want to say Peru. I'm not 100% sure, but it said it right on the package. And so just paying attention to, okay, where's my food coming from? That is going to be how we can kind of start tuning into what what our nutrition is, where it's coming from, and then um, how do we feel after it? That's like the main one is, does this feel good in my body? You know, does this dairy feel good? Am I energized after I eat this? Or do I feel like I need to go eat another meal because I'm still hungry? You know, all those little things will give you the cues on what what is good for you and what is not so good for you. And again, it's going to be different for everyone. You know, I have, for me, I don't have an issue with gluten. I don't, it doesn't bother me. But someone else, like one of my other good friends, gluten bothers her a lot. So noticing that and just not thinking that, oh, I should stop, you know, eating gluten because my friend can't have it. Well, if it's fine in your body, keep eating it. there's There's nothing wrong with that. You know, and the same thing with dairy. Just because, you know, like your friend doesn't do well with dairy doesn't mean that you need to stop doing it if it's fine in your body. So just paying attention to those little things will help you with the weight loss. And I really do think that nutrition, it's about finding what works for you. And not saying anything is off limits. Do not, like I personally have nothing that is off limits. Like I am game for anything. Personally, I ice cream is one of the things off limits or dairy pretty much in general, I can have a little bit. But if I have too much dairy, I, I don't feel well. And so I will occasionally have some. Um, I don't do ice cream too much anymore because it makes me feel horrible. Like I just know I'm not gonna feel good after. So I have just stopped eating it because I don't wanna feel like that. Now, there are going to be some foods and sometimes where you're like, you know what? It's worth it. And that's fine. But don't say like, I'm never going to have a cookie again. Because of course, what are you going to start thinking about? All you're going to think about is, when can I have a cookie? That's all I want. Because you put it off limits. So just making sure you're honoring, you know, what, what is going to work for you. And if you know cutting something out cold turkey is not going to work for you, then making sure that you say, hey, I can have it. Maybe I just don't want it right now. Like just saying, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm not craving it. You know, really pay attention to what that inner voice is telling you. And I think that will help you with your nutrition. So another weight loss step is exercise. So I'm a big fan of moving every day. I think everyone should be moving every day. We don't move enough. You know, just flat out, we don't move enough. And um, there again, it's not a one size fits all approach. And in this Change Your Schedule, Change Your Life book, um, they talk about, you know, exercise for your body type, aka your dosha. Uh, but I'm a big fan of just paying attention to what, what you feel like doing that day. So no matter what maybe your dosha is, like for me, since I am primarily pitta, I like the intense exercise. I can do that most days of the week and feel fine, I you know, as long as I'm in balance. Now, I also know some days I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I should not be doing a hardcore workout. Those are the days I should do yoga. Those are the days maybe I'll just take a walk. You know, paying attention to all of those little things are what we need to start doing. You know, we need to slow down. We need to start saying, okay, what do I actually want to do today? And I get it, it's hard, we're busy. We just want someone to tell us, this is what you're doing today. But I really want you to start taking ownership of some of the decisions that you're making in terms of your nutrition, exercise, sleep. You know, taking back your health rather than reading the cover of a magazine and deciding now that's what I have to do to get the flat flat abs. It's this workout. You know, it's doing this. And I just actually read an article today and it was saying the seven best exercises to do. So of course I click on it to read it because that's what I'm into. And it was a, I, it was a doctor who made these made these claims and Kegels was one of them. Now, I don't think everyone should be doing Kegels. Like in this article, it said men and women should be doing Kegels. I do not agree with that. That is actually something that personally I shouldn't have done um, when I was pregnant with my son, because that was something that made my transverse and my core tighter and made it harder for me to birth my son. How would I have known that before? There is no, I mean, there was a way, but I am now more educated on that personally. Um, And I do talk to my clients. I won't say it on the podcast, but I do go in depth about questions um, just to help you determine if these are right for you or not. And there is a set of the population who should not be doing them based on certain answers to questions that I would ask them. Now, that is something that, again, is bad information to just throw out there saying everyone should be doing this because not not everyone should. There's nothing that everyone should be doing besides walking. Like walking is something that I, you know, everyone can go outside and take a walk so that is about it that I would say that everyone should be doing and strength training I really do think strength training in some capacity um it could look different is also something that I'm a big fan of but we won't get into too much detail other than just saying that so as far as exercise how many days a week then you know you might be saying if you can do something daily that's ideal and maybe that's just 20 to 30 minutes a day like, that's all you need to do. So if you're like, I can't do an hour workout every day, you don't need to. 20 to 30 minutes a day, and that's great. For me, my lifting workouts, like I do a lifting and um, like a hit treadmill workout three days a week, well, two, two to three days a week, we'll say, but a strength training-based workout three days a week. Now, it's just 30 minutes. That's all I do, 30 minutes of that. I'll do yoga a few days a week, and then I walk, and that is my routine, Pretty much every week, and that's all I do. And when I was working on losing like the 50 pounds from my son, that's what I did. That's all I did. The same exact thing. Like it was the, um, you know, it was my hustle, muscle, and flow workouts. So my intense cardio and my weightlifting, and then I did yoga and then walking. That that's how I lost the 50 pounds, along with nutrition and um, the early lighter dinners. I forgot to mention that with nutrition, but that is also key. I'm going to talk more about the scheduling. Um, after I talk finish about exercise, but that's something to pay attention to. Is okay. I really don't need to kill myself at the gym for an hour. Like I can just chill out. Like if there are days where I need to chill, chill. Because you're going to be taxing your system more if you're going to push, 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 push. Without that break, you're actually cause more stress in the body, which then causes you to gain weight, and that's where that belly, stubborn belly fat, um, can lay. So that's where I just want you guys to really be paying attention to that. So doing more does not necessarily equate to more weight loss. All right, now for the final one, it's the Ayurvedic schedule. So for this one, it is, what does your day actually look like? So actually sit down, maybe map it out, write out your day. What does it look like? So are you working out at the wrong time of the day? What it, you know, When you are eating is just as important as what you are eating. That is what Ayurveda believes. I also believe that because I Did change my schedule drastically, and that is also how I worked to help lose those fifty pounds. Um, It was a lot to schedule. You know, it wasn't just the exercise and nutrition; a lot of it was the timing. I adjusted everything. So, if you might be thinking, "I cannot, I how am I supposed to adjust my day?" Yes, it takes work. You know what? Like, if if weight loss is a serious goal for you, it is. It's going to take work. Something has to be work, right? Because I you, I just got telling you like exercise, nutrition. It's flexible. Like we can go on how you feel. Well, the one thing we gotta work on then maybe be our schedule. What are we actually doing with our time? So in the mornings, it's actually a great time to be an early eater. So eating the biggest meal over the lunchtime hour from that 11 to two slot is the best time to have your biggest meal because our digestive fires are the strongest. We can process whatever we're eating and it's just opposite of what we hear, opposite of what we're used to doing. And, well, as we all know that we have, you know, an obesity epidemic going on in our country, and we do tend to be later eaters. Like, some of us don't eat until 8 or 9, and that might be the only meal we have all day. So a lot of that, again, from Ayurvedic and from the Eastern perspective, they're saying that that is a contributing factor. So if you want to work on that, or if you want to work on weight loss, trying to adjust that meal. Like, I have – that's the first thing I switch with almost all of my clients who weight loss is their goal – is have that lunchtime be their biggest meal and and eat an early, lighter dinner. So early, lighter dinner, meaning ideally, are you Vedic way? Done by seven. I try to push it to like, hey, can we be done by six? You know, and that's after I've worked with them for a while. But if you're like, holy moly, I'm eating at nine o'clock, just start by backing it up half an hour. So let's bring it back to 8.30. Then let's bring it back to eight. And just kind of keep going backwards and backwards until you reach that ideal time. Um, which again would be hopefully before seven you're done eating and you want to be done eating two hours before you go to bed. So you have to think of that as well. So if you're eating at nine o'clock and you're going to bed at 10, your food has not had time to process. And then that's when we have just the icky feeling and just, you know, where we just feel stuffed and we're laying in bed and we get heartburn and we're just like, oh, I don't feel good. That could be a reason why. So starting to try to change that meal time. Also in the morning, the first things you should do in the morning is actually move your body. So if you can work out before 10 a.m., that's perfect. Now, that being said, my trainer side, that's the Ayurvedic side, my trainer side, do it whenever you can, but the Ayurvedic side, if you really wanna work on weight loss as a goal, try to get it done by 10. Personally, I am a big fan of that myself. I do get up earlier to make sure I can do a little bit of movement. So if I know that I'm gonna work out at the gym Say after I have a client and then I work out, which is typical of my schedule, Um, I don't do a ton of workout in my office. But on days where I know, okay, it's just an admin day for me, I will get up early. I'll come down here and do some yoga in my office before I even sit down and work for the day, just so I know I've had some movement going on. Uh, When it's nicer out, my goal is to get outside and just take a 10 to 20 minute walk in the mornings with my dog, just to kind of get out there, um, you know, A, be in nature, B, just start to move my body and just start to process things. You know, wake myself up. And well, then it's C, of course, take my dog for a walk because my dog absolutely loves walks, as do most dogs. But that is something to kind of think about. How can you make it easy? How can you make this fun? Like, how can you put that into your life in a way that's going to work for you rather than saying, oh, it's just something else I had to fit into my day. Like, no, this is this is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this challenge. Thank you for giving this to me, Andrea. Like, hopefully you're saying that. But that's what I want you guys to kind of think about is let's let's spark this in. I think you guys can do it. Um, You know, after you do your workout, then your best time to actually do your work, you know, is from that 10 to 2 time because that's the pit of time of day. And that's when you're, um, you know, just focused and you're task oriented at that time. Your creative time is from 2 to 6. And so anything in that creative, like if you're creating a new project or um, maybe you have, meeting with someone and you just need to be super creative or like right now I'm recording this podcast between those that time you know something where you just want the creative juices flowing between two and six is ideal now we have lost that creative time because a lot of times we feel sluggish so that's because we're not eating a big enough lunch and if we are eating our lunch it tends to be maybe at our desks and it could be a sandwich and it's just whatever's fast and easy followed by a cookie and you know a soda and then we're we feel sluggish at two or three. So that means, okay, what we just ate was not really fueling us because we should not have that dip in energy in the afternoon. We should we should have good energy throughout the day if we're following our schedule. I don't want to say correctly, but I'm going to correctly. Um, so that's what I want you guys to kind of think about is, okay, do I have that afternoon lull? Well, what does my day look like? And one thing that I don't like is when people you know say, I can't no, you can. If you really want this to happen, like these are some of the steps that you have to take. Like if it's that important to try to feel better, like you really do have to start, you know, kind of looking at your life and saying, okay, what needs to go? And typically, again, we know we just don't always want to go there. Like we know, oh, you know, I do love to watch that soap opera at 1 p.m., whatever. And then then we feel so tired after, whatever that might be. You know, we have that thing where we just, we don't want to give it up because we love it, but it's not helping us and it's really, it's not making us healthy, whatever that might be. But we know that this is it. This is what we should probably look at, you know, maybe removing from our lives. For myself, it's like TV at night, watching more than one show. Like I'm good with one show because that's the only time I usually give myself to watch TV. Um, besides, actually, that's not the only time because if I am at my desk during, this is a secret kind of a secret, but when I'm at my desk in the middle of my admin days, which I usually are on Wednesdays or Friday mornings, Murder, She Wrote is on from eight until 11. And I usually will watch an episode as long as it's in Cabot Cove, then I will watch one. So if anyone else is a Murder, She Wrote fan, that, that is awesome. It's on WGN. So just fun fact for you all. So that is my time. I will also watch a TV show. Now, that being said, does that serve me? No, like if I'm in a creative juice and a creative flow with my work, I'm gonna turn on Murder Sharote. That is not super helpful to making me productive. But like that, that's the thing that we're like, oh, I don't wanna give it up, but I know I need to, but uh, and we fight with ourselves. Like there's something that I probably, you're thinking of, like, oh, it's that, it's that, you know, two o'clock snack that I know doesn't really serve me because it doesn't do anything for me. I don't get any more energy after it, but I just love it so much. Maybe because that's like your break. Maybe at 2 p.m. instead of taking that snack, you were like, I need to go for a walk. Grab a coworker and go for a walk or have a walking meeting around the office. Like how could you make it where you're still getting that fun or that whatever you're getting from that activity? So for me, like my murder she wrote in the Cabot Cove, I don't know what I'm getting from that actually. I'm gonna have to dive deeper into that and I'll get back to you. But I'm not sure, but there's something that it's giving to me. Like to me, that's, I love that show. Actually, you know what? it is associated with me i watched all 12 seasons back when i was single still and i just i just have this like fond memory of like me being like oh like it got me through just my alone time in my apartment when it was just me and so i have just that connection like it brings me that like kind of brings me joy in that sense that it feels like an old friend almost and so maybe i could be doing something else that would have that old friend feeling rather than murder she wrote so i just kind of had this little breakthrough Breakthrough moment with you. So, that being said, what in your life is doing that to you? All right, so look at that. So, now I want to just give you a couple little things from the book because I think these will be helpful as well. Um, and these, again, are all things to help you lose weight, help you reach your goals, whatever it might be. Becoming an early eater, that's the main one, is they've done many studies on this. People who consumed most of their calories at the beginning and middle part of their day lost more weight than people who ate after three with their largest meal. So that being said, you really got to start switching those. You know, obviously an, an occasional date night with your spouse, that is totally fine. Like I still go on date nights with my hubby, but what you'll find out is when I have a date night with him, I usually just get a salad or something light because my stomach, it's expecting something smaller. Like I actually was just out to eat um, in California and they were like, are you done? And I'm like, yeah, I really... I I had too many appetizers, like I had chips and dip. And by the time the food got there, like I was full because I'm just, my stomach is used to having just little portions at night. And so really paying attention to that because you will start to notice, oh yeah, I don't need as much because I have shrunk my stomach. And, you know, I do feel better with a lighter meal at night. Give up the late night TV is another one that he suggests. Now, again, I just talked about that. Like that can be so relaxing and so like the only time for yourself. So if that's the case, maybe give yourself like one show. So again, like putting a limit on it and then maybe doing something after. So maybe you watch a show and then you go for a walk or you go for a walk. And if you have kids, you know, your kids go to bed and then maybe you watch one show and then, you know, you shut it off and you wind down with an evening activity. Uh, exercise before breakfast. Again, I talked about that for the exercise. Um, I will just read to you this quick sentence. It says, one study asked men to increase their daily intake of fat by 50% and their daily intake of calories by 30% for six weeks. Um, One third of them did this with no additional exercises. One worked out mid-morning, one worked out before breakfast. After it, the ones who worked out mid-morning gained an average of three pounds. And the ones that worked out you know, actually before breakfast, they actually lost weight. So again, like that's where we're like, it's kind of key things, trying to make sure we're really trying to adjust our schedules to set ourselves up for success. And, um, you know, if you're kind of throwing up excuses, really try not to. If this is a goal for you, you have to work through some of those excuses and take ownership of it. Um, And then the last things I want you to kind of think about, Because just leave you with a few questions, um, because in here he has a couple questions for each. You know, uh, how often do you move your bowels? I didn't even talk about that, but that's a huge one. If you're not having a regular bowel movement, you can be backed up, and you could be having five pounds of backed up bowel movement inside of you. Um, Is there any time of the day when you sit quietly and check in with your body? So again, if we're stressed, and we're super stressed, our bodies will cling on to that fat especially in the belly area. Uh, How quickly, this one is huge, do you reach for your smartphone when you feel bored or stressed? Guilty, myself, I'm guilty of that. I think a lot of us are. Like we don't want to deal with those emotions. What do we do? Grab the first thing that we see, and a lot of times it's our phone. So can we sit with those emotions instead of instantly trying to numb out? Because a lot of times those emotions, they're telling us, uh, I really need to do x, y, z. Uh, and then just asking yourself, how do you feel before and after exercise? You know, those are some really key things. It's just to pay attention to those little things. Um, and that's all weight loss stuff. Like, though, I mean, that's it's literally, I don't want to say it's that simple because it's not. They're hard stuff. But if you're saying that this is a goal, and this is something that you want to achieve, those are some of the things that you have to start to do. You're going to have to start to rearrange your schedule to make it work. And if you're like, I hate getting up early in the morning. Well, we have to reverse engineer that. Why do you hate getting up early in the morning? Are you staying too late at work? And so when you get home and go to bed, it is midnight. So of course you're going to hate to get up at like five in the morning to go work out because you're getting, everything is too late. So maybe we can start to, you know, get out of work earlier and on time. And I know you can do it. I have many clients who I fight with, will fight with me on this. And we end up getting out there on time. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I understand like the mentality of this is, we have to work 60 hours versus the regular 40, but really how can you set yourself up for success? Do you need to look at a different job? And um, again, some of those are the hard questions. I understand that's not gonna happen for everyone. And um, you know, like just really look and ask yourself, what can I do to help me? Now, if you're a shift worker or if you're a nurse, there are different ways. maybe I'll just do a different podcast on that because I don't want to go too much longer on that, but there are different ways for you guys as well. It is a little bit more challenging and is a little bit tougher. Um, if you do work shift work, or if you're a nurse who works like the overnights, but there is a way for you guys to help kind of feel this as well. Um, maybe I'll just post, I'll post it in the show notes. So if you go to the page, cause I'm not going to talk about it cause I don't want to make this super long podcast today, but it's uh, going to be podcast 132. So hop on the show notes and you guys will have, um, what I would suggest for you guys to do if you work shift work or if you're a nurse. All right. So that being said, that's all of um, the fun stuff. My challenge to you is to revise your schedule. So how can you set it up so that you can win? You know, how can you make it winning for you? And again, what my schedule looks like might look different from yours. We also might have some similarities, but I want you to set it up so you feel better. You feel less stressed. And you're going to start to like help with the weight loss. You're going to start moving the scales because we're setting ourselves up to win each day. We're helping ourselves live the best, healthy, um, fullest version of ourselves. All right. So it was a little bit of a longer solo show, but I, um, I really could do a part two of this because I just have so much to say on this. So if you guys liked it, let me know. Um, you know, let me know over on Instagram, you know, send a, I should really do this. I should ask you guys. Thank you guys. I'm just thinking of this as I'm on the show, but uh, screenshot it. If you would really screenshot it and share the podcast, I would truly appreciate that because I think um, the more that we can get this message out and the more we can help people and just show people there are other options. You know, it isn't just necessarily the fitness, nutrition, sleep, but it could be our schedule. Something as simple as changing our schedule, simple slash hard, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, But really, if you would share it out to friends, um, to family, to anyone who you might think would benefit from that, I would truly appreciate it. All right, enough rambling. Um, I really, really love hearing from all of you guys and all of your feedback. Thank you guys so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.